0: What you're going to hear in this episode is a recount of mine from 20 episodes of making a co-hosted podcast, which is ironic as this is the 20th episode of Brand My Podcast. Speaking of which, let's roll the titles. Welcome to episode twenty. This is Brand My Podcast. I am your host Frank, and this is a show about starting your podcast with confidence to make sure that you get started on podcasting and uh, you make podcasting as easy as pressing record. Now, this is episode twenty. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That's enough of that. Um, This is episode twenty. I I like milestones, and twenty is a good one. Also, had a bit of a celebration for twenty thousand followers on Instagram realistically not that that number counts all that much but I do appreciate if you do follow me there on Instagram um, it's always fun to engage with you on there share a bit of content uh, put up a few stories and reels and act all fun and games if you connect with me there you'll know what I'm talking about now a recap on episode 19 our last episode about podfade um, if you were listening to that episode and you've gone through the uh, process of starting up your podcast and you're few episodes in, you'll know what I'm talking about, but if you're coming towards that kind of milestone, you, you'll, you, you, you're you going to be, you'll experience it. It might not be early, it might be later in the piece, who knows, but just to be aware of what Podfade is, just so that it gives you some perspective of thinking to yourself, I need to... I need to quit. I just can't keep doing this. Like, I don't like this. It's like you're not the only one. And if you're aware of it, it might be something to, to have in the back of your mind that when that feeling comes that you keep going, you keep persevering, and you keep making your show for your listeners. As always, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review and a five-star rating. I think that's what it is. Um, connect with me again on Instagram, at G'day Frank. i will love to connect with you there or on LinkedIn. You can find all those links at brandmypodcast.com or on my website, g'dayfrank.com. They point to the same site anyway. But let's get into episode 20, this milestone episode to cover this week's question, which is, should I start a co-hosted podcast? And look, as I said in the intro, this comes off the back of making a co-hosted season of 20 episodes. That season was over two years given COVID and we had babies and all the rest of it which I'm talking about my other podcast show Branding Banter but I'm also going to include here a couple of other shows that I do listen to myself um, that also are co-hosted shows to give you a perspective on what they do I think well Um, so I want to break this episode down into separate parts into three parts, let's say. So the first is going to be this experience of mine uh, producing a co-hosted show, which is braining banter. Then how I've seen or listened to um, others do it. And uh, from there, I'm going to leave you with some tips to keep in mind when starting a co-hosted podcast, because I know I've had a few people that have reached out saying, um, thinking of maybe starting a co-hosted show, what should I do um, or, or have in mind when, when doing so, if there's any pitfalls or anything like that. The, the quick kind of long and short of it, there are some pitfalls, but we'll get into that in a sec. So, let's rewind all the way back here, and uh, go back to this experience of starting a co-hosted podcast. Now, Branding Banter was the first podcast I ever made, and my co-host Delphi, um, she reached out to me saying, Frank, I. I'm interested in this idea of podcasting. Is this something you've ever considered making? And I was like, yeah, I think so. I just never really thought about what I could talk about in a show. Um, I'd, I'd listen to other po- people doing podcasts and, you know, big names, little names, whoever, and been on a few podcasts myself as a guest. And uh, and so Delphi reached out and, and asked the question and really planted that seed. And from there, it was it just kind of became a bit of a roller coaster into starting a podcast. And we didn't have too much of a plan um, from us, the two of us, we're both branding kind of consultants and, and we went heavily into the branding side of things, which is actually is a, is a good way of doing it. So we really thought of who our target market is and who our, sorry, who our audience would be, who we want to help, who we want to have on the show and what the show would kind of be about. And the show basically was and is still, a, uh, a podcast about the impact that branding has on small to medium businesses here in Australia. It can apply to overseas, and we do talk about bigger brands and all the rest of it, um, and we do have some guests on, but it was kind of a fact of we could do episodes solo, and we could do episodes with a guest. Now, that experience was fantastic. Those first few episodes, we were so invigorated, and it was like, yeah, 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 and then we had Podfate. And that's what last episode was about in episode 19 of this show, Brand My Podcast. And we had podfade and it was, we got to a bit of a stalemate of not knowing who to get on or or teeing up times because we both lived in different states. It wasn't something that we had um, as a setup where we could sit opposite each other and do a podcast like some podcasters have the luxury of doing. So we had to do it via Zoom calls or we used to do it via another service called Zencaster. um, And it was a bit of a, uh, a process and learning curve to get around scheduling ourselves between the two of us and then also scheduling a guest um, in person to be able to record. And for me, the first few episodes that we did record one with the guests, it was in person on my end. So I had to have a whole mic set up and all the rest of it to make sure that the show sounded great from everyone's perspective and everyone could hear each other. And it was a very, very tedious task to do and it really made it so much more complex than what I hoped it to be in terms of a podcasting experience as a producer and host of a show so that kind of put me on the back foot a bit and it didn't really invigorate me to want to do more episodes and we kind of pushed through it a little bit and got some more people on it was a little bit sporadic and then COVID happened Um, pandemic land you know hit and just no one wanted to do anything so we you know went on a hiatus there Um, Delphi had a baby Then we had a baby, my family um, had a baby. So yeah, a lot of things got in the way, but we got back on the horse this year and uh, punched out another 10 episodes, I think it was, um, this first few weeks of the year. And we just finished up at 20 for our first season. We thought, look, let's round it out at 20, go on a bit of a hiatus and come back with a new and refreshed show. So some learning kind of things of, of doing that with my co-host Delphi was, in terms of pitfalls, would be things like talking over each other because we're not there in person. We can't see each other. um, And sometimes we did have a Zoom call where we could see each other, um, but for the most part, we didn't, especially for the episodes we did this year, the last 10 episodes, we did it via Clubhouse. And you might know Clubhouse as their app on iPhones and now Android phones where it's audio only. And me having a Rodecaster Pro, it's this deck here that I can record um, audio from either a computer or from my mic, you know, just here in the room. Or I can connect a phone into it so I can stream the audio feed from Clubhouse into the Rodecaster and we can record a show that way. That became very accessible um, for us as hosts and for our guests to simply jump on on their phone, record that way, and it made it a very low barrier to entry, which was great. It's not to say that doing something via Zoom wouldn't be any far different um, or Zencaster or any kind of other platform that you might find to record audio or even video at the same time. So you could even be doing this on Instagram Live as you as two co-hosts and even having a guest now because you can have multiple guests. So it really comes down to a few things of what's most accessible for the two of you or even multiples if you have more than one co-host you might have four like I know um one of my friends Tom Ross he has a podcast called the honest designer show and there's four of them and they all have to tee up a time and and get in front of the mic and record their episodes together so it really comes down to what's going to be most accessible for you um teeing up schedules in those instances um and you can do things like having a certain time of, of the week to record or you could batch edit Some of those tips I'll recover in um, the last part of the episode here. And yeah, I I did mention towards the start there of of this experience was just kind of talking over each other and and knowing when to say what. And we got it down to um, not a fine art, but um, a bit of a, we gave ourselves a bit of a structure. Um, So we wrote out basically an episode structure which we could amend and we highlighted certain words in red to change the topic of the show or to change the guest name or certain questions we wanted to ask or talking points and things like that. So that way it was just interchangeable between the episodes. They stayed nice and structured. We'd know who, we knew who was going to talk at certain points and it became a little bit easier to feel like we were making something that sounded coherently um, understandable rather than just a bit of a hodgepodge of conversation that we just sort of launched into it so that made it feel a little bit more coherent and a little bit made it a little bit more consistent and made that experience um, easy peasy because for me all I needed to do was press record on this roadcaster deck play our intro music then launch into the episode play the outro music hit record I could pop it into my um, editing software, just trim either end and then put it straight up onto um, our podcast hosting platform for it to be out within an hour. So we really got it down um, down pat there towards the end in terms of how we produced our show really efficiently and, and quickly. Um, so I was really impressed by how we did it because from my end, I was the one that produces the show in terms of editing and, and publishing and writing show notes and things like that and publishing it onto our Instagram page. So it's, it required a fair bit of work on my end and doing a lot of editing and, and chopping things and doing multiple levels of audio for different people talking and getting files from everybody was just becoming a bit of a, a headache. Um, whereas having this bit of kit really saved that and it's what I record with now all my shows. It is expensive again, and this is something I'll talk about in the next episode. So there's a little bit of a teaser there, um, but just having something that makes your life a bit easier. It can be done with software. It can be done with hardware um, where you can get, you can take out the friction involved of creating a podcast, um, especially if you do have a co-hosted show. Now, the other part to making a show was the guests um, that we had on the show and scheduling them as well as scheduling ourselves. So what might work for us as co-hosts might not have worked for our guests, so we might have had to change times and also time zones. Um, I mean, we were talking to, with talking with Australian guests. Having said that, though, Delphi in the last uh, few months of recording of the episodes that we did this year has since moved to Perth, and the time zone difference for us was three hours and then it changed to two hours. So it was quite a bit of a difference there to try and match up everybody's times, depending on what kind of coast or times zone you're in, in Australia. So that might be something that you have as well. You might be on separate continents, you might be in different countries. And so you really got to think about these limitations that can get in the way and hinder your podcast of being consistent so that you show up week after week and, and make it possible. Now for us, at one point we did have um, batched kind of episodes, um, all kind of lined up ready to publish, so we didn't miss one. But that kind of fell apart, obviously, as I mentioned, those bits and pieces in between that really halted our show um, until we got it down to recording at, it was literally this, 12.30 we'd record, we'd finish by about 130, 2 o'clock, I'd have everything into the editing program by 2 o'clock, edit, have that all exported with all the cover art, show notes and everything up onto our hosting platform by 2.30. It would be out on Apple and Spotify by 3 at latest, and it'll be on Instagram for everyone to kind of know it's out and live by 3, 3.30, and it was a nice, easy kind of way of getting something out there, very systemized um, to produce a show in that manner. Now, you could do similar things like that where you could, instead of you editing and things like that, you could palm it off to a podcast editor to produce a show um, for you on your behalf and upload it and have a VA to to put it out, push it out to your socials and, and do all that kind of thing. And this is where, I guess, creating your shows in advance is really going to help uh, so that you can you know, show up week after week for your show, which is exactly what you need to be doing. And that's the goal of achieving a podcast that is consistent and isn't any much more than a week or two every one or two weeks, if not um, more. So if you do a daily one, amazing. Now, the other examples I want to give you here, not just my own, is two podcasts in particular. I've mentioned, I think, one of them before. um, I don't think I have the other. Anyway, the first one is called BizBuds. It's hosted by Mike Jander and Tom Ross, who I mentioned earlier. So this is Tom's other show. And these guys did over 60 episodes, um, one week after the other, and they they batched their episodes. I mean, they talked about how they produced their show, they batched their episodes. They um, sent it off to their podcast editor, and they have a VA to publish the episodes themselves. Um, that part of things aside, the process of creating their show. I mean, what they would do is show up on Zoom with each other, they'd have the mic in front of each other, obviously record locally and and have that chat and be able to see each other talking so they knew when to kind of chime in where so they're not kind of interrupting somebody and talking over the top of each other. Um, and things like, i got to say, delay doesn't help in that matter. So you've got to be kind of mindful of what you, your limitations are with your internet connections, especially if you're going to be doing it over something like a Zoom call. Um, but from my perspective, and I'm sure other listeners that listen to BizBuds, is that it sounds like Tom and Mike are in the same room, which I think is a great dynamic to have. And that, that does come down to their personalities of being able to talk quite eloquently and you know, reading the room kind of thing of when to interject and, and know when to speak at certain times. So it sounds quite seamless. And obviously that can take time as well to get a feel for one another. So you're not going to be amazing right out at the gate, but it's something to be mindful of so that you're, you've got your listeners in mind to know that what they want to hear is each of you speaking at the right kind of times and and not hear multiple voices and gets confusing and all the rest of it. And it sounds a bit jarring. So learning from Mike and Tom, they're some of the key points that I've learned in terms of how I could implement that into branding banter. A big part of that was creating our episode structure and um, knowing who's going to kind of ask the questions or bring up the certain talking points. I mean, by all means, we would still interject over the top of each other. want to ask a follow-up kind of question here or there when appropriate. So it didn't sound like we were kind of competing for the mic. And that's kind of what you want to avoid here with a co-hosted show. And I guess from this kind of perspective is another learning point that I sort of took, I guess, from BizBuds is having kind of complimentary um, experiences. So that way you're not You don't have the same level kind of experience. You have different experiences with different things or you might, you know, one of you might be a copywriter and one of you might be a web designer or something like that. And you come together with your own experiences because what this does, it allows you not to compete. As I said, for the mic, Um, it brings a different kind of flavor and uniqueness to the show. So that way you're not talking from the same perspective and the same kind of voice between myself and Delphi, we're very different personalities. And I think that's probably what um, helped us in terms of um, how we come across to our audiences. I mean, we both project our knowledge on branding and it might sound like we're just sort of tooting our own horns, saying the same kind of thing over and over. Um, But I hope there's that kind of different perspective on how we approach things and, and do things a little bit differently. But if you can do that and have that kind of you can have commonalities but have those differences as well that make both your personality stand out in its own way um, in this sh- kind of show rather than just kind of like one voice I think is what's going to add that extra dynamic to a, uh, a co-hosted show. Now, the other show is At Least You Didn't. Um, this show is, oh, it's fucking hilarious. Um, Caroline and Annabelle do a fantastic job and it kind of shows that... They are true professionals in what it is they do because they used to be radio producers um, over in the UK and these ladies share their just amazing stories. They're totally abysmal stories a lot of the time but really funny stories about the tragic moments in their lives of what's gone wrong or or what they've done stupidly or whatever it might be. Anyway, premise aside, what they've done is, is... easily segment their show in a way that they know when to kind of talk and what, when the limelight is on them to tell their stories. And then when someone can interject, it doesn't make too much of a jar because that's what you're kind of there for is having that bit of banter and, and, and trying to make it something that is just like a conversation that you'd have there in person. And I dare say that Caroline and Annabelle are Zoom calling each other so they can see each other and and go off the reactions and that kind of thing, because it is a very much a comedic kind of show. Um, So playing off each other's mannerisms of what they're seeing from each other when they're talking about their um, stories or reacting to their stories, they can play off that rather than just hearing each other laugh and giggle and all the rest of it. Um, So... For those ladies, just sharing and, and segmenting their show into those different sections where one of them tells a story, the other reacts and asks some questions, and then it's the other's turn and, and so on and so forth. They also add a complexity to it where they have uh, guests on their show as well now. So they bring on a guest to share their own crazy story um, with their audience. And from them, it's producing the show around that. So that kind of sits in the center. They produce a bit at the start, they produce a bit, another bit at the end and kind of bookends it in a, a weird kind of way. Um, it's not really kind of the word, I guess, bookend, but yeah, formats the show around that so that way they could record their full episode but then have a point where they pause, insert the conversation they have with their guests and then carry back on with their show. So from that, those two experiences or three experiences, I guess, of either mine with branding banter BizBuds, or at least you didn't, hope that gives you you some perspective of how you could approach this, and I'm just going to leave you here with some key tips about what my kind of takeaways of, of doing this are, and observing others doing it, which is, number one, make a time each week to record an episode or multiple episodes in a batch, I've covered this before, but this kind of leads into recording your shows well in advance, which is number two, so you want to avoid scheduling problems and not having an episode each week. So if you can record your shows well in advance, that, uh, that helps you not go, you know, freaking out, going, oh, what are we going to record for this episode? And that leads me to tip three, which is don't be afraid to have solo episodes of just yourself talking. Um, because if you're a guest kind of focused podcast, don't be afraid to have solo episodes as well. You, you can still do that. You can, you've got two people talking. I mean, it's just me talking here and I'm making an episode off that. So don't feel as if you can't have those solo episodes where you can just share your own stories, your own unique perspective on whatever the subject matter is of your show and use those as fillers if you see them as fillers or as brand building exercises and giving your listeners more of a perspective of, what you know and what you're into and all those kind of things that make it um, something that's a bit more memorable. You can show your personality a bit more and, and offer a bit more of your story to, an expertise even, to your show. Sorry, I've just realized there's a whole heap of cockatoos out there having a bit of a fight. They're big white Australian birds, yellow crest. Anyway, let's press on to tip four. So short of recording an in-person episode with your co-hosts or even your guests. Um, having a video feed can really help when knowing when your co-host or even your guest is going to speak so that you're not talking over one another and jutting into each other. It's, it, yeah, it can sound very jarring and make the episode a bit of a thing and, and you're just kind of like, Oh no, sorry, you go. Oh no, sorry, you go. No, you go. No, 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 please. You go. And it's a bit of a hodgepodge there and you might have to edit those bits out and just makes it a little bit more annoying. Um, Which leads me into, I guess here, tip five to overcome those kind of bits if you don't have video as an option is to have an episode format. Like I said, I do with branding banter where you know when the other person is going to be talking, especially for introducing a talking point and you kind of do a tennis match like um, Mike and Tom do on their episodes of one person offers one tip, another person offers the next tip. Um, Or even asking guest questions so you know who's going to ask this next question um, to make it nice and even and, you know, you're sharing the mic and all that kind of stuff with your guests. And uh, I'll I'll say this as well, that creating a podcast, any kind of podcast, if it's just a solo one or even a co-hosted podcast, record in seasons if you can, It, it gives everyone involved a break especially if one person's doing a little bit more than the other, let's say, or you share the load and you've got obviously your other things that are going on in your life, be it your job or your business, whatever it might be, Um, afford yourself that break. I've covered this before in other episodes, but this is really going to help you keep going with a co-hosted podcast because it does take that little bit more effort to uh, produce a weekly show like this um, in this kind of manner. So you know, be kind to yourself, record in seasons. It could be 20 episodes like we did with Branding Banter. It could be over 60 episodes like Mike and Tom did until they kind of realized, we need to take a break here. Um, or it could be 10 episodes. It's really up to you. And that way it will give your audience, especially up front, if you know how many episodes it's going to be, it lets your audience know up front what they're going to be in for so they can tune in for 10 weeks and, and get a cool kind of handle on what it is they're going to be in for. So give them an episode overview or a bit of a sneak peek or just even the amount of episodes that they need to tune in for, you know, just like Game of Thrones. You want to know if it's eight episodes or 10 episodes so that way you can clear your schedules. So the too long didn't listen takeaway here to end out the show is that podcasting may be easily accessible to start a show, which I've shown you how in previous episodes, but if you've not kind of noticed and cotton on already that they can become fairly complex and or labor-intensive as you go along, you know, especially if you're co-hosting a show, as i demonstrated here in my own recount of hosting one and producing one myself. Because scheduling a time for you and your co-hosts can become more and more complex as you go on, especially when you want to bring on guests, but also that pain point of talking over one another, which I've reiterated a few times now, even in your solo episodes between the two of you or three of you or four of you, five of you, however many you want to have on your show. Um, However, it's going to take practice. You know, lean into those instances where you do jut into each other and have a laugh about it. I think that's what we've kind of done with Branding Banter is if we do ever kind of just talk over one another or go, no, no, you go, and we just have a laugh about it, it, it it's going to make you come across as more human, a little bit more authentic if the show that you're producing is appropriate for that kind of level of personality. Um, but I dare say you probably could. And We don't want to be too serious on a podcast, but it really, again, does depend on the subject matter. Now, if you have any questions about launching or starting your podcast, head to brandmypodcast.com to say g'day and tag at g'day Frank on Instagram. If you're listening to this show right now on your phone, take a screenshot of it and share the goodness with others who might also want to be inspired to launch a podcast. That would be amazing. Now, in the next episode, I teased this a bit earlier in the show is I'm going to be talking about when it's time to level up your podcasting setup. I've, I've given you a bit of an idea of how, how I do it, and I'm going to give you those sort of tips in a bit more, I guess, granular detail, but not too much more detail about what other things you could be doing apart from just the, the physical gear, but also some of the software that you could go with, or even the podcast hosting to level up your podcasting experience for your audience, which means you're going to be growing up. And it's so damn appropriate that it's on the 21st episode as a little 21st birthday present to yourself for this show. Oh, that's crazy. Um, Until then, I'm your host, Frank. This is Brand My Podcast. And this is the show that is here to help you brand and start your podcast with confidence so that you make podcasting as easy as pressing record. See you in episode 21. Bye.